that A and M is a top ten team because yes. of they beat number ten Arkansas. They beat number thirteen Miami. Mm-hmm. You beat two top fifteen teams back to back weeks. You're a top ten team. Welcome back to Boys and Balls Sports Show. Your host Cam Pettit, Brian Hodges, back with another video. So on the slate this week we have. We're going to go over, we're going to talk about Texas, we're going to talk about Texas A&M, their matchups that they just played. We're going to talk about week five college, top 25, a lot of good games. We're going to really? overview week three of the NFL. We're going to give our top three performances, our week four pickems. To start, do you want to talk about Texas first? Yeah, we can, we can talk about Texas. It's I, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's just, it's it, it's typical. Gets it, the blood boiling. It, it's typical to happen. Uh this is another Big 12 matchup, high scoring. Uh, no defense played, really. I yeah. mean, there's Texas defense didn't look terrible, but they just gave up plays when they didn't need to. And By the way, I want to make uh, Taj Brooks. He went to Maynard and absolutely thrashed us. Did he when go we to Maynard, really? Yeah, he, he ran for like 200 yards against us. Dang. Ooh. He was absolutely disgusting. He, ran for two, he was a four-star. Ran for 200 yards. Jeez. Well, shout out him, I guess. Uh, Taj Brooks, you're a goat. For um, – Sizing us up in high school and now ruining my dreams in college football. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's just I told Cam this the other day. It's the not having Quinn Ewers on third down is it, it's detrimental to that football team because you Hudson Carter's not a great passer of the ball, um, at least not at the college level. I mean, he was good in high school, it is what it is. But not having him on third and long is just really hard. Even though you have running backs that can break off those runs. Um, and they, they bottled Bijan up a lot, you know, pretty well. I mean, he broke off a big run, um, so the, the box score looks good. But if you really look at, like, the whole totality of the game, didn't look great. Um, it's just it's hard whenever you don't have a, a pure passer at quarterback on third down. It really limits the team, and that's that's why I think they lost the game. I think all around they played to the best of their ability. It's a – you know, you could say, oh, well, the defense didn't play as good as they did against Alabama. They're never going to play that good ever again. It's ever. just – it's a big 12 defense. They don't get big names. They don't – they don't care about defense whatsoever. It is what it is. Um, I'm I'm excited moving forward. I think if they, you know, there's always the game that Texas is going to lose that they're supposed to win every single year. I think if they win every game that they're supposed to win from the for the rest of the year, they'll be in a good spot going into the end of the Big 12, uh, possibly making the championship, depending on what happens with Baylor and Oklahoma State. Obviously, Oklahoma losses week helps out Texas a little bit. But now Texas has to win that game against Oklahoma, assuming they're going to win out, you know. Um, It'll be a good game, as <coughs> always, though. Red rivalry. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's just the standard be close. in Oklahoma is win losing one one or two games, you know. So, um, it'll be interesting. The Big 12 is definitely – it's 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 better this year, I feel like. I mean, it was good towards the back half of last year. You started to realize that Baylor and Oklahoma State were good teams, and Texas could be competitive at any given moment. You know, there's always that chance, especially in college football. Um but yeah, tough loss. It sucks. Um, it is what it is. Got 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 a couple hard games coming up for the other uh, other opponents, you know, or other Big Twelve teams. Uh, you got so. Baylor, Oklahoma State playing this week. Yeah, and then I think That'd Oklahoma st- or Oklahoma plays. Who the hell do they play? Somewhere around here. Uh, TCU. TCU. It's it's in Fort Worth. I think that's really the only thing TCU's got going for them. But and Zach Evans. Yeah. So North Shore product, baby. You just never know what can happen. Kansas State plays Texas Tech. I mean, they could come off their high horse, but that puts Texas Tech at four and one. So then you're like, holy shit. And they're ranked. Yeah, then they're going to be ranked for sure. Um, But, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on Texas. Disappointing. Sucks. Is what it is. 
moving on to the next week. Got to expect this from Texas, I feel Have like. To. So, on to A&M, though. What a game. It was a good game. It Goodness was. gracious. Fucking top of the upright. Doinked it off. We eating pig for breakfast, baby. Yeah, that should have. I, I don't think you responded back to me, but I'm not sure if like it went over the top of the upright, if it still would have been good or not. Oh, you know? it would have. Like would've. if it if it hit and fell in. No, no. Like if it didn't hit the top of it, just went straight over. Oh it, yeah, like, that's good. Oh, it's still good. It okay. has to be outside. So like it's. So it's basically like the goal line. If any part of the ball is touching yeah, or so over. It's, it's um, you. I remember Pat McAfee was talking about this when somebody kicked it like right over. He said there's an imaginary line that goes straight up, and the, gotcha. the ref can make he'll look up and he'll make a judged call to see if it broke the plane. Or and not. they also have video replays yeah. too. They if they need to, I think that's yeah. reviewable for sure. So, so, but yeah, that happened. Oh my god, Arkansas looked good. Like first three passes, KJ Jefferson threw two of them went for touchdowns. Like it was not a hot start. And then Especially for their expectations for that defense, like you you saw those first. I think it was a th- within the three drives. It was fourteen to three or something. It was fourteen zero. Fourteen within three drives. Yeah, and and so then like, AM goes down, and you know Devin, Devin, Devin. Yeah, that man that is, dude is fast. so good. Uh, he is very fast. Sorry, Anaya Smith, you're gonna be out for the year. That's a big blow to A and M. Yeah. But Evan Stewart's gonna pick up the slack. Five star freshman, but Anaya Smith, get better. Praying for you. Um. Other than that, defense played really fucking good after giving up 14. When KJ Jefferson tried to jump over, that was just so dumb. Fumbled, and that play was absolutely electric. Yeah, Picked was, it up, ran, turned, handed it off. That was the turning point in the For game. For sure. That's it was, if they go momentum, the momentum was all in Arkansas. If they score that if touchdown, they, score they go that game, 21-7. Texas come, Texas A&M yeah. come back and win they, that game. A&M went down and scored, so it was 14-7, and they had the momentum. And then, and then what a play on the handoff, like the awareness of that. And I'm I'm surprised because they were – I thought they were going to whistle it dead because too, they were the ref, standing there. The ref was looking. He, he saw what was happening. Yeah. He was like, okay. Dude. So, I mean, I thought that – I was surprised he didn't whistle it dead. But what, yeah, the, what a play. the awareness there, and there was nobody going to catch him. There was one player to seven A&M players, yeah. or one Arkansas guy to seven. And so that happens, and then it's 14-14, all the momentum. It was loud at AT&T Stadium. Yeah. It, was, it was evenly split like we thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, it was those. 50-50. Uh, one hundred five thousand people, people there, fifty five thousand maybe Texas A and M, fifty thousand yeah, Arkansas it was, fans. It was pretty even split. What you expect with, I mean, Jerry Jones was there watching too. He was mm-hmm. uh, he won a national trophy. championship in Arkansas. Arkansas. He handed the trophy to A and M. You know how it goes. Yeah. But it was a great game. Max Johnson looked good. Yeah, he looks. He looked good. Devin after Achane the first good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin Achane. He carried literally. He did. That was. Uh, um, he's, he's so, so explosive. explosive. Yeah. He's just not. It's not big. He's, he's not, not big, and it worries me for like longevity wise that they want to run the ball more. Um, I just don't see that other like that big polarizing back that they yeah, they, they, they don't they have the thumper. Really <laughs> Troy Aikman. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get to you, boy. Don't worry. I hope <laughs> so, you listen to this. But yeah, it was a really stressful game. It was a good game, and then that doink at the end. Oh my god. Yeah, you were definitely holding your breath there. So. I'm sitting there. I was at a friend's house, James. Shout out, James. Um, we're watching on TV, and he kicks it, and, we're, and I'm just looking. And then it doinks, and I was like, oh, my God. So two of the, of the craziest plays I've seen happen in the same game. Yeah, that was that, – that handoff was just so, so good. Um, and then, I mean, I thought Arkansas was going to win the game. We thought it was a toss-up either way. Yeah, it was really um, close. Really good SEC matchup there. I mean, it's – Pretty much any ranked team that plays in SEC, unless you're, in my opinion, unless you're playing Alabama, it's going to be a good game, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Even not, like, Mississippi State's going to be competitive. 
Yeah, Mississippi State will Florida's be. Florida's unranked now. So they're going to be super competitive. Yeah. Tennessee's really fucking good. They played good. They are against Florida. very, very good. That was a good game. I'm it actually was. surprised I told you Florida dropped game. out of the top 25. I think they have two losses now. Yeah, they got two. But, but uh, they, you know, you play a, a top 10 team yeah. and you lose to them by three points. It just It's weird. But you got people that deserve it like Kansas uh, moving yeah, into Kansas it. State. Or Kansas State, sorry. Wake they, Forest after playing. Yeah, they deserve to stay playing in. Clemson. Yeah. That um, was a great game. And Florida State's 4-0. You can't not put a 4-0 big conference school. Unless they just really – but they, they play good. They look decent. They're probably around that. Like, at the end of the season, if they keep playing the way they're supposed to, they'll be around 23 or 20, I think. Um, Rankings-wise, A&M's a top-10 team in the country. Yeah, that's one thing we got to hit on. This is This could probably go on for a while, but we'll try and not make it. So Cam thinks that A&M is a top-10 team because yes. – they beat number 10 Arkansas. They beat number 13 Miami. Mm-hmm. You beat two top 15 teams back-to-back weeks. You're a top 10 team. The thing that Cam is failing to understand, apparently, is there's there's three big points here. One, you lost to Appalachian State. Okay? That's that's one. Nobody cares. Two, you barely beat Miami. Still beat them. You still beat them. But these are things that matter when it goes into voting. And – um, played a good game against a good Arkansas team. I'll give them that. They came out on top of a good of a team that I des- I think deserves to be in the top fifteen. You know, mm-hmm. I think they still are actually. They're twenty. They're tw- oh well, damn! I can't believe they dropped that much. Yeah, see, that's what I understand. Texas A and M, they move up. And and Cam does have a good point about like Ole Miss barely beating Tulsa, or not barely, but they they One hung in there. Game. Yeah, they hung in with him. You know, he's got. He's got a point there, but the Taylor beats Iowa State by a touchdown. The Appalachian State game holds a lot of value, and the and the Miami game, you got to think about this too. Is if I'm a voter and I think that they do this as well, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't know their standard. Nobody actually knows their fucking standard. It's all over the place. But you look at Miami. You barely beat Miami, and then Miami goes home and loses to Middle Tennessee. That, I mean, but at the time they're 13. I, I understand they they are, but you. You just have to take that into account. You're like, well, they they beat Miami, but they didn't look great against Miami, and then Miami goes and loses to Middle Tennessee. So it's weird. We're probably never going to see eye-to-eye on this. I would say that I don't think it really matters, the rankings Not right now. Not at this point. Until the college football polls come out, the AP polls really don't mean nothing. It doesn't. And th- and for Texas A&M to be relevant at the end of the year, they have to they have to beat Alabama. they got to beat Bama. So I'll have to. That's assuming they win out. Like, they don't lose yeah, to yeah. Ole Miss. Or that's what I'm saying. Because if they, if they win out, they're not yeah. play Georgia. And if and, and at that that'd point, be a tough the, game. And if they're competitive, they'll still be ranked really high because Georgia's going to be one all year. And I, I think that, that – that, um, at that point in time, the Appalachian State and the Miami game won't—they won't hold much value. If Texas A&M keeps going at the trajectory that they're going at, they're going to be a good team. I'm just saying that right now, at the moment, the voters are counting accounting for those two games for sure, and then they're looking at how Miami played and like, oh well, Texas A&M it was it 16-7 against Miami. Yeah, no, it was it was a low scoring game, but it was it was, it was low scoring. So. I mean, I just don't agree with them being a top ten team. I understand his argument, but you know, but at the same time, it doesn't matter right now. It really doesn't. Um, I think anywhere from I'd probably say, with the exception of Clemson in the top five, I can't stand them in the top five. But I'd say six to twenty, or six to twenty-five, doesn't matter. It, it, right now, yeah. it, any of those teams, I feel like could. Besides I mean, Penn State, they they look good. They look decent. They I mean, your top good. four is is pretty consensus. You got Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, and then Michigan. I feel like those are the consensus top four. 
I mean, they're going to put Georgia one, Bama two, but Ohio State, Michigan, you can just whichever, – whichever way you want to look at it, it doesn't matter. And I don't agree with Oregon still being that high. I said that yeah, the other day. Um, they looked bad this week, and then they – I think that that Georgia game holds value. It still holds value, whether people like to blown out. Yeah, I mean, you're. Sw- well, I don't remember what they were, seven or eight or something. Yeah, they were top ten teams. And you got blown out. And I understand Georgia is miles ahead of everybody. I think. But even Georgia, like against Kent State. Kent State was in there, but Kent State has looked good all of their games. A lot of people don't. They don't get the national coverage that these yeah. other teams are getting. But Kent State's looked good all year. Um, but, yeah, I think Oregon should be not out of the top 25. Obviously, they're a 3-1 team. They were a preseason top 10, so, I mean, you can't kick them out. But they just haven't looked good, and I, I do agree with Cam on that, that Texas A&M should be a little higher, but they shouldn't be top 10, in my opinion. It just I'll give you outside of the top five. You tell me if A&M is better than them, yes or no. Outside of the top five? Yes. Cool. Six, you have USC. Um, I, take I, I think it's close. I think I, it's close. I think it's pretty close, too. But like I said, like I said, all those all those teams I think are close. You know what I yeah. mean? But in the rankings, so six USC. I take I would take A and M over USC. Kentucky at seven. I like Kentucky. I think Kentucky is a legit a top seven team for sure. Eight should be maybe a buy. Um, yeah, nine maybe. is Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think I think a lot of SEC teams, SEC teams are better than a big. 12 teams at any given moment, but Oklahoma State, they haven't played anybody, so I'd take A&M just because um, Oklahoma State hasn't played anybody. I, I, th- I think this matchup this week is going to be... It'll be a good game. It'll be determining on whether Oklahoma State's for real or not. You got North Carolina State at 10. I like North Carolina State. I think they're good. I don't know if they're better than I A&M. Mean, we'll see. We'll see what they do against Clemson. Yeah, that'll um, be a big tell. That, that'll be... You got a lot of games coming up. Like, this game is going to... Yeah, there's, Ole Miss, there's, Kentucky's there's three one. games that are going to decide the top ten, you know, depending on how they go. Yeah, you got Kentucky, number seven Kentucky at 14 Ole Miss. You got number nine Oklahoma State at 16 Baylor. And then you got number 10 North Carolina State at number five Clemson. So those are some good games, but. I, I Like I said, I, I we could go through these all day long, and it's just going to be a toss-up. Um, but I will say the the football poll, they really favor SEC teams. So they'll they probably get a bump just because they're – Teams they've played have been better, and the conference they're in is so much better than every other mm-hmm. conference in football. So if they walk away and they beat, you know. And Texas a is dogs this week at, in yeah. uh, Starkville down there. So so they play um, – they'll play Mississippi State, and then they go to Bama. Have so South Carolina, <laughs> which will probably be a blowout. Then they get to play Ole Miss, Florida – and then they got some Auburn, UMass, LSU. Some tough games down the stretch. And LSU would be a tough game if you're playing in Death Valley. It's not. It's, no, it's, it's in, in, in College a, Station. It's in College Station. So. They got to go to Auburn, but Auburn didn't look good against But, like, how do, you, how do they pull South Carolina and UMass? And in South Carolina, that's I think that's um, – yeah, that's against conference. That's the other conference. Yeah. But UMass, that's just a random fucking game. Yeah, it must have been just a throw-in game. But, like, they play LSU, Auburn – Florida, Mississippi, Bama every year. So, yeah, uh, we'll see down the stretch. I mean, it just it depends. Um, I'm just saying, if they went out like they beat Mississippi State, they beat 14 Ole Miss at the time. They already beat mm-hmm. Arkansas. They beat Auburn, and they beat two Auburn's Bama. Auburn's not good though. No, they beat two Bama and they beat LSU. They'll they'll be a top five team in the country because they play they play Bama in two weeks, or they play Bama not this Saturday but next Saturday. They win that. They're 17 now. They'll probably move up if they 
because there's gonna be some shakeup. They'll probably go to like 13-ish if I were to guess, depending on teams. But they'll go 13. Um, and then if they beat two, oh, they Bama, could they could sneak into the top 10 pretty easily. If they beat two Bama, they're they're jumping to like seven. Yeah, they might jump higher than that. I mean, Bama's not getting knocked out of the top five for no. losing. And then you'll have Ole Miss if they beat Kentucky. If, and then a beats them, mm-hmm. that puts them into the top five. And yeah. then they just have to win out and try to beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Yeah, it, it could happen. Um, but they do play Bama in Tuscaloosa, which is going to be a, a rowdy game. It's going to suck. But yeah, that, you have to do that if you want to be in the SEC. you got to go play Bama. Yeah, and if you're in the Big 12 and you're Texas, you just go play Bama just because you want to, I guess. Whatever. You play I mean, LSU at least it was two years in a row and then play Bama the next two years. So. At least it was in Austin. Yeah, next week's next year's in Tuscaloosa. But that so. is our wrap up for for the games. Yeah, um, for college. We'll um, talk a little bit about what games we have interesting because we kind of just went on tangent about A and M for a long time. It was gonna, it was bound to happen. Um, um, some games we're looking forward to. You got Oklahoma at TCU, which I think. It might be a good game, but I think Oklahoma just comes out thrashing because yeah. of last week. They 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 probably win that game pretty easily, in my opinion. Next, you have Tech unranked to just beat a ranked Texas team going to Kansas State to just beat Oklahoma. Yeah, so Kansas be, State's be a number good game. yeah Kansas State's number twenty five now, and you got Tech traveling there. I think Kansas State is too good. Adrian Martinez is a dog. I think he's gonna be too good for Tech. Yeah, I think Texas Tech. There's just something different about when um, when Texas comes to town for them it's something different it's like their fucking national championship it's weird they r- everything runs through lubbock yeah i just don't understand it it's uh it's a weird fetish that everybody has with texas for some reason um they played good though um i think i'd take kansas state in that game though i would too they're eight point favorites which i think i would take the spread if we were betting yeah but i'm not taking so it's not gambling advice by the way yeah i'm just <laughs> saying personally even though i 10x my money on monday night he did he let's did. go we will get to the other sad part of Monday night. Yes, we will. Here in a minute. But <laughs> um, I'll take Kansas State. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm I got to roll with uh, Ole Miss versus Kentucky, and they're. I'm going. I'm going to Kentucky. I think Will Levis is that guy. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I just have to. I mean, I, I'm an Ole Miss Lane fan. Kiffin, baby. So, um, yeah, they're. Uh, that'll be a good game, though. It, it'll be deciding for a lot it's of. It's gonna be a close game. They're six and a half point favorites. I think it's. Within three points, either way. Yeah, it, it'll be a good game, I think. Um, we got Alabama at Arkansas. I think it'll be close first half. And I think, I think, it, I think Alabama, it's going to be a physical game. I think Alabama runs away with it. I think those two trenches are insane. It's going to be a dog fight. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good game, though. I think Bama, Alabama wins pretty Bama's easily. Bama's 17.5-point road favorites, which is kind of insane. Especially in uh, Lafayette yeah. is crazy because – or no, no Fayetteville, Fayetteville. Fayetteville, sorry. Yeah. Uh, but that's crazy because Arkansas is a tough place to play at, no matter who you are. It doesn't. It does not matter. It's a tough place to play. Every SEC team. But has maybe Bam, crazy maybe fans. they think Bama is just that good. I haven't. To me, the gap between Georgia and Bama is still Big. huge. Um, but you know, it is what it is. You got Oklahoma State at Baylor. That's going to be a great game. That's probably the best game on the slate besides Ole North Miss. Carolina State, Clemson. Yeah, and Ole Miss. There's there's three really I good st- games. I think this game is going to be this will be a, a good better game. game. Yeah, but that's not like. I like Wake Forest, man. It's not. It's. I'm saying it's not like a as big of a match. No, as no, like it's a not. Wa- as like a Clemson, North Carolina State. I think Oklahoma State Baylor is gonna be the best game of the of I, the week. I'll take Baylor at home against Oklahoma State. I will as well. I think. I think uh, Oklahoma State is coming off of a bye week, 
So they got that going for them. But Baylor does – I said this last week, Baylor has the best defense in the Big 12. Um, and they brought back the most starters on defense in the Big 12. Oklahoma State hasn't played anybody. They're not going to – this is their first real test of why they're a number nine team, and I think that they're going to fail the test. You got Wake Forest, Florida State. Yeah. Um, I think Wake I'll take Forest. Wake Forest. Me too. They're, they're, they are good. They're good. They're on the road, but I don't know how much that matters. Florida State has looked pretty decent, but – Wake Forest, Sam Hartman was slinging that. Sam game. Hartman was good. And, gosh, special shout-out to Jamal Banks. Jamal Banks, Ball. what a game. That was a good game. He straight-up mossed somebody in the end zone. So, that was a good game. I'll take Wake Forest, though, on the road against Florida I State. Agree. I think Florida State's competitive this year, though. They, they yeah, haven't looked horrible. They've looked good. Not so, good, but Yeah, they're, they're not Jameis Winston 2015 good. No, but they're not national contenders, but they're, they're a solid team. They're on the come-up. Yeah. And I told Cam this. In college football, the – um, and I heard someone else say this before I said it, but it's a great analogy. Um, the rich got even richer with all the NIL deals and the transfer portals, but the the poor became middle class. And that's why you see Middle Tennessee beating Miami, and you see Marshall beating Notre Dame, and, sorry, Appalachian State beating Texas a and That's why you see that stuff happening, because they are able to offer money to players, you know, legally, and... The transfer portal is uh, – they got to do something about the transfer portal. It's a little interesting. Yeah, they can uh, just leave, don't have to sit out. They used to have to sit out a year. Now it's just like you yeah. can leave whenever you want, start immediately. Yeah, it's, it's a little It's basically weird. NFL. Like, you get high school recruits, it's who's going to make the most money. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter about, oh, what coach do you like, what atmosphere do you – it's who's going to give you the most money to go play football. Yeah. So, next one is Texas A&M at Mississippi State. And is actually dogs in this game. The Texas a and I think A&M it's going to be a tough game in Starkville, though. That's uh, it's always a tough place to play. Every SEC, anytime you go on the road in the SEC environment, yeah, we say it's, we, it sucks. We say it a lot, it, but it is. I don't think there's a bad other than Vanderbilt, but other than <laughs> other than like I mean, Vanderbilt, it used to be Kentucky. Kentucky wasn't. It was a. They're st- dude, they're rocking. Yeah, this they year. are. They're good. Well, they were good last year too. So, but their student section is nasty. It's nice to see a basketball school. Two basketball schools actually. Two of the best basketball schools I would but, but it's nice to see basketball teams doing good. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it's it is the transfer portal and the NIL money, which they were Kentucky was already good last year, but uh, Kansas is looking a lot better mm-hmm. and that's tough to say because they haven't looked good in ten years. I mean, yeah. unless they play Texas and Austin for some reason. Um then Clemson at NC State. I hope NC State blows NC, NC State at Clemson. Oh, yeah, sorry. I hope NC State blows the doors off. Dude, of they look good. I can't stand watching Clemson right now. DJ had a career day. He did have a career day in a game that he had to. Though. He had to. His previous career high was two touchdown passes, which is insane for a five-star quarterback. You watch him in high school; he was mm-hmm. unreal. And then he gets there, and it's just he hasn't found hasn't found his rhythm. Yeah, it's it's weird for sure. Um, I think that NC State might slightly be the better team. Maybe it depends. Um, it'll be a close game. I mean, on paper, you probably take Clemson. But I hope NC State wins. That's just like the emotional side getting a part of me. I would a low over thirty nine and a half over. I wouldn't bet on this game. I would uh, take the over. I think. Yeah, I would take the over, but I, I wouldn't bet. Like a, I wouldn't bet on the spread. No, nah, twenty. Like you can see this being like a 24-21 game, and that, um, but that I could also see it being a blowout. You know, True. Uh, you and know, some, it, it some could, team dropping forty. It could happen. So, um, not betting advice again. But if you're going to, I'd take the over. On that game. Texas plays West Virginia. Give me Texas. That's true. In West Virginia, but I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't we got to talk about that. Matters, but 
Yeah, whatever. If they don't win, screw it. Cowboys won this week. So that's basically that's all we have for NCA. There's a lot of good games. It'll be interesting to see how Saturday shakes out. And we'll be back next week to talk about how Texas underwhelmed and AM dogged. So moving forward, we got our week three reactions, review, recap, recap whatever, whatever you want to call it. We're just gonna touch on a few games, some upsets, some some wild games. We're obviously gonna talk about the Cowboys, we're gonna talk about the Broncos, which last week we did say they were gonna be some bad primetime games and they did not disappoint on that aspect. Yeah. I mean if you want to talk about special teams, they're good special oh. teams and a good second half from the Dallas Giants game, but the the Broncos game they had we're not gonna talk about it yet. But first up we have Bills at Dolphins. We both took the Bills. We did. And if I was a bet man, I would have smashed the over. I think it was like something crazy, like 62 and a half or something. It was it was, it up, was there. up there. It was like a college over and under. Yeah, and I would have took it because I was like, both these teams are going to score 30. But they, they do have good defenses. I mean, Really that, good defenses. The, the Miami defense is really good, and the Bills defense is elite. I would I would almost say the Miami's thing, like close to them. The only thing that hurt the Bills is Micah Hyde's out for the year, and then Jordan Poirier's out for that game. So they had two. Brand new safeties. You saw it on the Jalen Waddle post. He just ran through, split. And you think Hyde and Poirier are there? That doesn't happen. And he catches that, and that sets him up for for the win, basically. Yeah, and I want to I want to say that there was that that throw in the end zone. Uh, Josh Allen he made. bounced it. He bounced it. If Tua makes that throw, he's getting he's getting Slander. ridiculed. We gotta uh, gotta hold him to the same same standard. That was a horrible throw. He should have got pass. as soon as he dropped back. He looked that way. Should've he held on to it, it way too long. He, he was open off the off off the. He ran a little flat route. He was open. Yeah, he should have got rid of that ball, and then he just didn't. He didn't trust his arm. As all it came down to, he didn't trust his arm, um, and he he threw a three yard short of I think it was Isaiah McKenzie or something. It's crazy because you look at the stats, and the Bills had the ball for over forty minutes. Yeah, and like Josh Allen threw for for four hundred yards and two touchdowns. They had four hundred ninety five total yards to Dolphins two twelve. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I would like to say that the only team in the NFL that can throw the ball 63 times and be in the game is the Bills. Yes. They had 31 first downs to their 15. They punted once. The Dolphins punted five times, including a butt punt <laughs> safety. Oh, I thought – I finally saw it was off the butt. I thought he kicked it straight backwards. Yeah, that it was, was weird, crazy. But Time of possession, 40 minutes, 40 seconds, and the Dolphins had 19 minutes and 20 seconds. It really came down to the fumble. Yep. It came down to the turnovers, and that was the reason – um, Javon Holland, great play on that. Great, play. great game, really, in in totality. So, um, it's upsetting for Bills fans. I promise it'll be okay. It'll be fine. They're, they're gonna, be, gonna be. They're probably gonna be in the AFC Championship game. But yeah. one thing you have to note now is now you have to almost assume the Dolphins are getting that last spot in the AFC. They're AFC really stacked. They're 3-0 so far. The AFC stacked. Um, you don't. I don't think they're gonna win the division. I could be wrong though. I mean, it's just. It's tough when you think the Bills are the favorite. They still are the favorite, um, in my opinion. But you got to give that spot to the Dolphins now. You got to assume they're going to make it. They're definitely a wild. They're probably the first wild card team there. Yeah, I mean, and I don't. That mean, that means that there might not be three teams coming out of the, the AFC West. The anymore. AFC West because the Bengals could still make it, um, and then you have the AFC South where One's I think gonna go. I think the Colts are going to and the Jaguars. If they keep looking good, they're going to. They could. Possibly sneak There's in. Not gonna ha- they're not going to have a wild card team. It's whoever wins the division is going to win. If I was a Jags fan, I would not want them to and win the division. And then the North, you have the Bengals. The Bengals. The Browns can the still Browns, stay alive. Yeah. Like People don't realize that their schedule is very easy. 
and they've stayed alive and, so and far. And then you have the Ravens. And you have the Ravens. There's three good teams. Three good teams. So you got to assume that three teams are not making out of the West this year. Um, and there's probably going to be two teams from each division, except for minus except minus the, the AFC South. Yeah. So that that'll be a good AFC. I mean, you'll have divisional matchups in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we'll, you have to wait to see how it shakes. It's only week three. Um, so. Anything, anything could happen. Next game we're going to talk about is the Lions mm. at Vikings. He picked Lions. I got Vikings, and I got that one. Terrible. It was just, God. The Lions should have won Joseph, that game. I hate you. Yeah, the Lions and Vikings. The Lions, I'm sorry. I'm really still pulling for them to get second in that division or first. I mean, I don't think it will happen, but there's a, always a possibility. You just never know. Um, should have won that game. Dan Campbell should have kicked the field goal, and – it just sucks. Uh, I, Lions fans, the pain is – it's coming to Immense. an end. It's coming to an end soon. Dan Campbell's going to have a long career there They're in, in so Detroit. many close games. Yeah, they, I told Cam that uh, – maybe I told them that, but about the with the Lions. But the Lions are going to – might possibly be the, Vi- the Vikings this year. The Vikings lost, I think, six one-score games last year. Um, the Lions could be that, that team this year. Um, but it's, it's coming to an end shortly. You, I think they got their guy at quarterback. He's not, he's not like a Patrick Mahomes, but I don't think they're going to go out. I think they're going to build around him. He's not a franchise guy, but he still has he's got a couple he, years left on his deal. They're not going to just ship him off or cut him. Yeah, he took, he took a team to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it, it and he's reg- looked good. Like, regardless like of what bad. you say, he took a team to a Super Bowl. Last year he wasn't great, but this year he's looked pretty solid. Yeah, and how many people's teams can say their quarterback took them to a Super Bowl? Not many. I mean, I'm not going to say he was the sole reason. They had Sean McVay. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. I mean, that all that, but he was the quarterback in the Super Bowl. So, you know, not, not a lot of teams can say that. Um, Moving on, we got Chiefs losing to the Colts. I got the receipts. He does have I a text. I did not pick them on the podcast last week, but I did tell Cam. Before uh, kickoff, he Before said. kickoff. I said that I think the Colts have a chance to upset the Chiefs this week. He did say. I'll put it on the screen right now, but he did say that. It, it just seems fitting. They were in Indy. Um, I don't even know why. It's just a weird feeling that I had against them. I, look, it was a must-win game for the Colts. That was part of the feeling was they had to win that game because then they were going to be – in which we said – I want to correct what we said last week. We were going to be like, oh, they're going to start 0-3. They would have started 0-2-1, and yeah. which would have been a little better. But now they're 1-1-1. and which puts them in a good position moving forward in the division that the Jags are playing so good right now. Um, so Speaking of the Jags, they go into SoFi and beat the brakes off the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to let Cam pretty much take this one over. I didn't watch that game. Um, I watched it because I had Herbert, and I was going to see, like, is he actually nursing? He was nursing the rib, but, you know, he looked fine. He was throwing the ball. It's just you got to set up the run. That way he's not throwing. Let's see how many times he threw the ball. He threw the ball forty-five times. You're not. You don't want that with the dude with a, a, a torn rib cartilage. Like yeah. he's taking shots, and they ran for probably fourteen yards. They they ran for twenty-six pa- uh, rushing yards. Justin Herbert had the longest run of the game too. Yeah. I would like to add. So they ran for twenty-six yards. So you or can't longest set up play action. Longest run for the Chargers. Yeah. Right. So they couldn't set up play action. They couldn't do anything. The Jags' defense was all over Herbert, and their offense looked good. James Robinson busted off a 50-yard touchdown run. That man looks so good coming off the Achilles. I say it every week, but it's just – He does. He looks good, and sorry for Travis Etienne owners. You hope that 
James Robinson tears another and Achilles. You, you look miss. at their their receiving. Everybody like Zay Jones, ten for eighty five to touchdown. Christian Kirk six for seventy two to touchdown. Marvin Jones even went four for thirty three to touchdowns. Yeah. Like it's it was a good game. And Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence he, looked he good. looks good. Uh, shout out Jalen. Um, hopefully you're listening to this. Uh, he's a Jaguars fan. He thinks they're going to win the division. We got some money riding on that. I don't see it, but hey, I, I'd be happy if they did. But for me, the Jags. If I was a Jags fan, I think they're one to two years away. Um, they still need more pieces. They do, and I would not want to see them go into the playoffs. It's kind of like how I feel about the Cowboys. Kind of like, like the Eagles last year. Yeah, you like you know they're a few pieces away, but you don't want to see them go into the playoffs and lose a close game and just be. It's me and Cam talked about this. It's better to watch them just miss the playoffs, and you get heartbroken when you think your team has a chance to make it to the divisional or the championship. It sucks. I think the Jags are a couple years away. I would not want to see them win that division. As a Jags fan, I know it's fun to get excited so early, but just the way I feel. All right, next we have Packers beating the Bucks on the road. It's a good game. I mean, if you're game. if you're a fan of football, if you're a fan of offensive football, you probably did not like that game. You're probably bored as shit. But it's a good game. Great game. Great two great defenses. Yeah, those are two of the top three defenses in the I league. Would maybe top five. Yeah, I mean the Bills are obviously one for me. And then you have Bucks, and then you have. You got, yeah, you got Dallas. You ready to say they're top five defense? Yeah, you have Dallas. Oh, I love that. Packers. The the Eagles defense is good um, from top to bottom, too, not just their front seven. I mean, they're from top to bottom, they're good. They're 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 all up there. So that is one thing about the NFC. They have really good defenses. Yeah. The Niners have a good defense. Rams have a good defense. Uh, so if there's, there's, there's two sides to every story, I guess. The AFC's got explosive offenses with great quarterback, great young quarterbacks. And then the NFC's got kind of the older, veteran, savvy guys. Savvy guys with but the defenses, defenses are just good in the NFC. It's going to be interesting to see, like, a powerhouse defense in the Super Bowl versus you think – you obviously assume the Chiefs or the Bucks, Or, sorry, Chiefs or uh, Bills. Bills. You assume one of those teams. But you just never know. But it'll be interesting to see for sure. That was a good game. I want to ease the minds of Tom Brady fans and Buccaneers fans, if any are listening. Um, he's got nobody to throw. He's got nobody, and that they're down to their third string or fourth string uh, left guard. I mean that they're that bringing is, people off the streets to come block. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, Tom Brady hasn't lost a step. He hasn't lost any of that. He doesn't have Chris Godwin. He doesn't have Julio Jones. He doesn't have Mike Evans. Mike suspended. Evans um, he doesn't have Gronk for the first time. And well, I mean, he had that one year off. But he's throwing to Russell Gage and, and Rashad Pyramid and Cole Beasley. Which Russell Gage, good game. I had him on my bench. Never going to start him probably, but no. hell of a game from Russell Gage. I mean, he stepped he up. And especially after you look on the other side of things with the Packers, and you got Aaron Rodgers, who after someone makes a mistake, doesn't give him a chance again. And then you see Russell Gage fumble that ball, and Tom Brady's just feeding him after that. 12 you know? for 87 and a touchdown. Yeah. And after, you know, like I said, after a fumble, it's hard to trust somebody like that. But he, he stepped up when he needed to. And they're paying him to be a number three guy when he's really – he's borderline with Julio. Julio's a hammy away from staying out for two weeks every single week. Hammies, knees. He's just so old. Yeah. Game. Um, two really good teams. Glad to see Aaron Rodgers get a win. They needed that not to – you know – Every team that you want that you want to win the division or thinks going to win the division, they have to start off three and one. You know, they, for you to feel comfortable as a fan, because it's a lot. It gets a lot harder towards the end of the stretch to to keep that that up. So you start off three and one or four and zero oh or something like that. You got a couple games to play with in those tough games on the road and stuff like that. So good for the Packers there. They got a good chance to go three and one again this or go 
two, three, and one. They're two and one right now. So, um, next up, we'll be moving on to the primetime games. We got Broncos eleven ten over the Niners. I'll let you go first, and then I'll do my whole spiel. Okay. Well, first off, Russell Wilson looked good on one drive. One two, drive, he looked like two Russell drives. Wilson. Maybe if you want to argue something, he looked good, barely. Um, there's just something not clicking in Denver. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Nathaniel Hackett, but I will say that if this season keeps going in the direction that it's going, Nathaniel Hackett is on the hot seat 100% because you're not going to get rid of Russell Wilson. You can't get rid of Russell Wilson because if he keeps playing bad, nobody's going to take that contract at all, I don't think. No. Um, so there's just something not clicking there. The defense looks great. The defense is very solid. I would say probably a top 10 to 15 defense. I'd say top 10. Yeah, so defense looks good. The, the offense just got to get it clicking. The run game's got to get a little better, I would say. It's it's hard whenever you're splitting touches. I think they should give a little more to Javante. Um, but it just it's just slow again. It's And it's frustrating, I know, as a as a Broncos fan, sitting there watching that whole game. It, it That was a, one of the more boring games that I watched because it wasn't like – Super great defenses, like they're good defenses, but it wasn't like Bucks, uh, Packers. Packers, you know. And the Packers and Bucks game was good because you got two all time greats going at it. But Jimmy G joining the club with Dan, Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky, baby, he's free, freedom. But uh, yeah, just which honestly saved them because that would have been a pick six. Yeah, uh, special teams though. Oh my punt god, teams. special shout out to the punt teams for both teams. Wisnowski and Waitman, y'all boys put on a show. I got a screenshot. I think ESPN posted it. It'll be on the screen right here. Oh, my God. Wisnowski with that one punt that hit on the one and went up about 40 yards in the in the air, and they tapped it, downed it at the one. Electric. Yeah, that was – the special teams was that was, special. The mo- that was the most exciting thing about the game. It was. They should have paid that punter. <laughs> $243 million, baby. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's kind of all I got. It's something just needs to change in Denver. Good takeaway. There's a, com- a couple positive takeaways. The clock management was better now that they hired that guy. And PS2 is that guy. That's he is. All, I think he had six targets and didn't allow a single catch. Yeah, he is, like Camus said, he's the best press corner. Year two, especially being in year two, is the best press corner. Best in press the corner NFL. league. So, um, there are some good takeaways. Uh, Randy Gregory looked good. Looked very good. Now that he's in a – a bigger role because he's coming off the shoulder surgery from the off season, so they were easing him in. But now he's in almost a full time role, and him and him Bradley Chubb when they do that that Dallas where they put Chubb on the inside like they do D Law, and then mm-hmm. and then they put Randy on the outside like they do uh, Micah. Oh, that's unstoppable. If, if Denver can get one more like elite pass rusher, that that is going to be because it's going to be the same thing they did in Dallas. You can't block all three of those guys. Nah. You know what I mean? Because they'll run. They'll run. Um, like five down linemen mm-hmm. and run two backers. And I saw Randy Gregory drop back in the coverage yeah, a, couple a couple times, too. Times. So he didn't do that much in Dallas. He, he got, kinda, kinda he got torched by uh, – and Brantley Chubb got torched by uh, Kyle Juszczyk. What a dirty oh, toe that tap. that was a dirty toe tap. I was like, why we got Brantley Chubb Chris Collinsworth was going crazy over that. He was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's going to be on NFL Network. Here's a guy. <laughs> but um, well, that's pretty much it. Um, it was a <laughs> shitty game, but we pull it out, and they're, and they're tied for the division leader. Yeah. Going on to the Cowboys Giants, um, I will also say that Cam is seven for sixteen on picks, and I am nine for sixteen. Um, 
Just yeah. the, I'm seven and nine. He's nine and seven so far in the year. The upsets kind of just screwed us. It was the, the upset screwed us. It started off hot. I went pretty good. Yeah. And then I lost like this last six in a row. I didn't get. Yeah. Besides the uh, Broncos. Broncos. But the the upsets are just what got us. I mean, and I I can't really name a whole lot of people that would have picked the Chiefs to lose, the Bills to lose. Maybe some people. Um, Texans Bears was a Texans toss Bears up. was a toss up. Raiders. I, there was just a must win game. I thought they were going to win that game. And Tennessee's looked slow, but they looked good this past week. So um, Raiders run defense is not very good. Atrocious. That's why I'm hoping Javante Williams has a massive game next week. And Derek Carr is just. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. It, it sucks. Hopefully, it turns around for them. I don't see them making the playoffs. So I just don't see it happening. It's hard to do at zero three. But especially Dallas, in the West. Dallas, Cooper, Cooper Rush, Rush, baby. I mean, you can't ask for much more out of a backup quarterback. He hasn't turned the ball over at all. Um, I think he had one pick last year against uh, the Vikings. So he's had one pick in his last three starts, or his only three starts in the NFL. Pretty solid. Um, Really, just a good game manager. He's not going to lose you the game so far. I, I, you know, you got to wait and see more what happens. He's only going to get a couple more starts, I think. I think um, before the game, Dak had his stitches removed on his he thumb. He did. He did. They are. I hope they're not rushing him back. I really hope the recovery is going better than they uh, they expected it to. Um, but they've looked good, and you can't ask for much more after losing your starting quarterback week one and being like, oh, this could be zero and three to start off. Cooper Rush comes in, does the job. He's not going to light up the box score with passing yards but he's gonna do enough tony yeah. pollard and zeke looked good to me cooper rush got my parlay done though he did over he did. 12 fantasy points i think and he got like 12.3 the offensive line with all the doubts has looked pretty good i mean cooper Solid. rush cooper rush didn't get sacked the last two weeks no but i mean they haven't the Bengals do have a good d-line but the he, giants aren't well the great. giants have shown they can get after the quarterback though a little bit but it's and not in, Thibodeau came back yeah, but he, he, this kinda, week. he was still. He was, but, you know. It wasn't 100%. But Tony Pollard was really fucking good. I mean, he's averaging 13 yards a carry. Or 8, eight yards, yards a carry. Fuck yeah. um, him. He oof. went up against him in fantasy. If he had one less yard, I would won. And Zeke, I mean, he had that. Oh, I can't wait to get to that. But um, Zeke had that one big run, but not a bad five yards a carry and a touchdown. Uh, if you have him in fantasy, sorry. But in real life, he is a decent running back. He looked fast on that one that he yeah, broke away to. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. I mean, you people let let fantasy judge how good an NFL player is, and Zeke is a really good NFL running back. And like he in is his role, the best pass blocker in the NFL running back, uh, without a doubt. There's nobody that's better than him. And people that are like Dallas fans, I'm on the like the Facebook page for uh, Dallas, and they're like Tony Pollard needs to be the starter. You just you see Dak get killed week one. Dude, Pollard cannot block. He at can't all. block, but Zeke, he's the best pass. And he's, he's unselfish. Like, yeah. for the amount of success he's had in the NFL from the minute he got in the NFL, he is a super team-first guy. And, they, they, and that makes me happy. They ran the ball technically lot. 30 times. Cooper Rush had two rushes for no, whatever. 27, but they, 28 times. 28 times, That that's good. I mean, that's they what they need to do, especially with Cooper Rush. Yeah, 170 yards. And they need to do it with Dak, too, because he's not – he is not a, an elite of the elite, but if you can get the run game going, that's when Dak. That's when uh, Dak was so good when they would set up play action for him. Yes, and he he turns into a very good quarterback when you open up that run game and you get that they they bring up seven instead of dropping back those two linebackers yep. in the coverage. He dices defenses. So, um, Ceedee Lamb looked good. You made up for that drop. I hate you, Ceedee Lamb. You also lost in my fantasy week. <laughs> Made up for that drop. And Noah Brown looks good, too, That man. nasty one-hand catch. I couldn't hate him. I mean, that made yeah. my fantasy matchup, you know, 
actually a matchup. I was and that was first and goal, and they didn't run the ball. It was no. just like a little fade to Zeke. They, he had like, a twenty-six yard fade catch. To CD. Yeah, get him out the one. You're like, fuck it, go back to him. That was his entire drive dominated, and uh, wow, he showed that he is a true number one. And for some reason, and not a lot of people care about this, but Dallas. What is their deal with finding these random-ass tight ends they can produce even a little bit? Peyton Hendershot, never even heard of the guy. Don't Solid game. I mean, not a bad game from a guy that's filling in like for – Like, you, have, you had two – and then you had Jake Ferguson. Like, they had two guys just – Semi Fehoko had a good catch. One catch to set But it was a it was a, it was a, it was a, it set up a first down on, like, a third and six, I think. Or maybe it was a third. No, no, no. They were uh, – it was at half, and they ran the slant to get into field goal range. Yeah, that's right. It was a it was a big catch. It wasn't he yeah. didn't it, it it's wasn't better great, it's better on the field than it was in the box score. Yeah. So But God, that was a defense. Yeah, that's um They gave up they had five sacks. Five 20. sacks. Twenty four pressures was the most since twenty seventeen. That front seven is very good. And it's good to see them playing well and staying in games without getting a bunch of take up. Micah Micah wasn't that good affected. He was sick all week. He so was he, sick. He wasn't all that effective, and D-Law just yeah. carried. Mm-hmm. And it is it, – it's so hard to keep up with those two guys because you know you have two elite pass rushers. And then you have Dorrance Armstrong, Sam Williams, guys that you still kind of have to worry it's, about. It's you hard. Know? Like, you can't – everyone – like, if you're going to double Micah, somebody's going to have a one-on-one and they're going to win. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's tough to stop. It's tough for Micah now, though, because I, I think he's not the sack leader anymore. Dang it. But I think it's uh, Alex Highsmith. Yeah, I think it is. I believe. But um, I still my defensive player of the year pick. He was sick all week. For sure. He's going to have a good game against Carson Wentz. I can guarantee you that. Guarantee you that. The front seven yeah. in Dallas, to me, is better than the Eagles. And I think they'll get after Carson Wentz next week. But all right. So, that was our week three recap. We just touched on a few games. And now we're going to give each of our top three offensive and defensive performances of the week. Uh, I guess you can start it off if you want to. All right. So, I have the Lamar-Andrews connection. Gosh, Lamar is good. 325 total yards, five touchdowns. Andrews went eight for 89-2. and two. So good. And you would think they're playing New England. Yeah. You would figure they would take away their best weapon. That's, that's why I said – I did say it on the podcast. That's why I didn't send you a video to post separately, but – I said to start Rashad Bateman because I thought that he was going to get – he was just going to get free and they were going to shut Mark Mark Andrews down. I thought he was a must-start. He could have had – I think without the fumble, he would have had like eight points or something. Not a good game from him is what it is. I missed on that take. But, yeah, great game from those two. I also have Lamar Jackson. You also have him. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go in on Lamar a little bit here in a minute after we get done with all this. He says he got something to say about Lamar. I do. I have something to say about the fans. I, I guess I go ahead and say it. Go ahead. All right. So, Lamar's going to get paid regardless. But as a as a Dallas fan who was an advocate for Dak getting paid because Dak has done very good in the regular season, He's his box scores have looked good every single year. I think he was a 5,000-yard passer one year uh, or two years maybe. Um and you look at Lamar, and he's had great regular seasons. And so I, I think he deserves to get paid. MVP. He's got one playoff win. And it's not – If the only reason I'm doing this is because the standard that Dak was held to is like, oh, he shouldn't get paid because he can't win in the playoffs. Lamar can't win in the playoffs either. 
And so I think that's a big – and I would like to see him get a couple wins this year, maybe make it to the AFC Championship game. But if that's the standard for quarterbacks, it's it's going to be tough because I think in two playoff games – or in two of the three that he's played in, he's thrown the ball for over 50 times. You cannot win with Lamar, your quarterback, throwing the ball 50 times. It just doesn't happen. And I don't care if you're if you're in the playoffs, you can't change your game plan. So they got to get something for Lamar. He's going to get paid regardless. But I see a lot of people just like advocating for it. And when Dak was in conversation, they were like, "Oh, he's not a forty million dollar guy." And now we're talking about Lamar getting two hundred fifty million guaranteed, or he should get it. And just kind of frustrating. But I think the market has changed so much it, because it Watson has. signed that two hundred twenty million guaranteed. And you think Lamar won MVP? Yeah, he Watson is. hasn't. Watson hasn't done anything in the playoffs. Lamar hasn't. There's yeah. and, it, it, and he's younger, and he has no off-the-field issues like Deshaun Watson. But you see these other guys like Tom Brady who have plenty of playoff success. Patrick Mahomes, he took a fairly friendly deal. I mean, it was a big deal. It was $500 million. It was $500 million. It was over 12 years. Yeah. So um, Annually, it's not even top five in the league. You know, point. all these guys are taking friendly deals, and they're winning in the playoffs, and they're having success in the playoffs. I believe Josh Allen will also take a friendly deal. Well, he, he already signed. He did? Massive ass. It was? Yeah, he's like second highest quarterback in the league. Jeez. I just, I don't Remember, know. Brady did it co- so they could get better. Yeah. But he had so many endorsement deals that it didn't Yeah, it matter. doesn't matter. And he has TB12. Like. But I, I think that's the standard for Lamar. He's got to win playoff games. And I think that might be why Baltimore's hesitant on giving him that contract that he wants. But he's betting on himself. And so also, far. Also, he doesn't have an agent. He represents himself. I yeah. think that also has something to do with it. So far. Because, like. If you're talking to an agent, you can tell him, like, yeah, fuck that. He's not worth that. But if you're talking to the guy who is on your team, it's hard to say, I don't think you're worth that to his face. I think that's also a factor, but this man's price is just going up. They should have yeah, paid yeah, him. they should have. Because at this point, it ain't getting cheaper. No, it's not. And it, I, that's that's my only thing. I didn't I, – I like Lamar. I think he is their guy. But if that's a standard that you're going to have for quarterbacks, you've got to – you gotta, it's got to go both ways for me. So I see a lot of hate on the Cowboys, so i got to throw my hate some places sometimes. So, But I, I'm not a Lamar hater. I really do believe in Lamar, and I like him a lot. So. Second, players. I got another stack. I got Hurts and Smitty. It's really just Smitty, but I had to throw Hurts in there. He had a great game. Yeah. Hurts went for 360, uh, total yards, three touchdowns. Smitty balled eight for 169 and a nasty-ass touchdown snag with one second left or zero seconds left at the half. And uh, Smitty has been a little outcasted by A.J. Brown so far this year, but the first game he had, like, zero catches. Second week he did something, and then this week he just blew up. Yeah, it's nice to – I also have uh, Devontae Smith as my number two performance of the week. Uh, You could have thrown any of the top five quarterbacks in there, Burrow, Hurts, Josh Allen. You could have thrown any of those guys in there. But, you know, i got to give love to the guys that aren't going to make it every week. You know, it feels like – these player of the week awards could be quarterback awards every, every single week. So um, I'm going to give it to Smitty. Like you said, great touchdown catch. Um, just a great game. And he's been – it's it's tough to do that with A.J. Brown on the other side. A.J. Brown know? is an alpha, alpha, alpha. And A.J. Brown still had a good game. I think he was like 7, seven for 80-something. 80 80 yeah, it was a good game from him. But it's n- nice to see Smitty and a, a great catch. Um, so, yeah. That, Back-to-back, uh, same drive. Yeah, our Levitated to go catch the one on the goal line and then at the – so good yeah and, and speaking of people who don't who are probably not going to win this often khalil herbert is yeah. our last dude we both have him yeah he had 170 total yards and two touchdowns filling in for demont 
which I would have loved for Demont to have that game in my league, but whatever. He looks so him. good running the ball. But yeah, I also have uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, eight yards of carry, seven point nine. Disgusting. Might as well give him eight yards of carry. Great game. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just it, it was, and he had two touchdowns. I mean, yep. it's, there's not a whole lot you could say. It's just a great, a great game from a pure running standpoint. Um, and he had uh, only twenty. Uh, I say only twenty attempts, but they have to run the ball there they in Chicago. Twenty-three completed passes over three weeks from the Bears. Justin Fields, you're probably going to get waived in this offseason. Like <laughs> well, I don't think he can get waived because he's a first-round pick. But he's not getting waived. But I'm, I said it last week. Um, I want to go Justin Fields over PS2 at the time. Looking <laughs> back, holy crap, they made a great decision. You're lucky. You are very yeah. lucky. Um, and then we also have the same guy for honorable we mention. Got one honorable mention: Matt Collins down in Vegas with Renfro out, absolutely balled out, eight for one fifty-eight and a touchdown. That last drive, he had a sixty-yard catch, a forty-eight-yard catch, a one-yard touchdown. Yeah, and it's it's nice Nasty. to see the guys that are in offenses that aren't the number one or number two guys. Which Smithy's the number two guy in Philly, but you know, debatable. Him well, and, him and Goddard. Yeah, Goddard. I mean, and it's the same thing in Las Vegas. Yeah. Is you got you got Renfro. Well, you got Adams. Waller Renfro. Renfro is out this week, though. Yeah, but I'm saying but, like he's clear four. Yeah, and then you have like Jacobs and yeah, and so like that. it's nice to see someone like that. It's kind of like that, like the Zay Zay Jones story from last year when he had that good game against Dallas. I think or it even was. like a like a Noah Brown. How yeah. he's been doing pretty damn good. Yeah, they've all so. Yeah, it was just a good game from him. Oh, those were all very similar. Our defensive ones are very different, besides one. So this so will be nice. To we'll have do we'll do the one that we have. Um, first, and that's yeah. the same. We both have D Law. I mean, he absolutely balled last night. Yeah, three sacks, twenty five plus win rate, six and, solo uh, tackles, six tackles, and three quarterback hits. Yep, absolutely baller. Like with with Micah being sick and not being a hundred percent effective, he super super stepped up and and he's it was still great good. Like there was doubts that he because last year he had an off year because. Micah and uh, Randy Gregory were just beating everybody. Um, so it's nice to see him step up. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory on that. I mean, and the Cowboys defense in general was like my other one. They just yeah, played well. The whole team. Nice to see Trayvon Diggs get a pick. Could have cribbed one, but it went through his hands. Yeah. But. That, was a, that was a great jump. We talked about that earlier. Jump that route. Most people would jump that route, not sit back and tackle. So I know Joe Buck was talking about, oh, and that's the boomer bust with him, but anybody should have jumped. Plus, it was a great read. He he jumped it, had his hands, just went straight through. Yeah, so it just is what it is. Um, My second one, I have Trey Hendrickson absolutely balled out against the Jets. Two and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, 32.3% win rate. Absolutely nasty. Yeah, that was... I watched a little bit of that game, and uh, I actually watched two of his sacks. So Living in the backfield. Yeah, Trey Hendrickson, which is a guy that wasn't a big-name guy coming into last year. Like, last year, you didn't even really know who he was. I mean, he had that, that one good year with the Saints, yeah. and then he left to the Bengals, and he was really good. And so, I mean, it's nice to see him uh, play good on a team that needed somebody to step up big time. Um, they had a good game all the way around. I mean, I know it's the Jets, but the Jets beat the Browns the week before. So, yeah. um, great game from him. Uh, it's a good pick. My next one is going to be Roquan Smith. Um, Baller. He's considering everything that was coming into the offseason, you know, asking for trades and things like that. He didn't get it. Now he's just he's, – he's playing really good. He had uh, 16 total tackles, six were solo, 10 were assisted, and then also had a pick. 
Um, to win them the game. Yeah, he's, he's the heartbeat of that defense, and they need him to play like that for them to get for the to, for them to get uh, wins. So, um, yeah, that's my that's my other one right there. It was a great game from Roquan Smith. My last one, I have to do it. It doesn't <laughs> feel right, but Jeff Okuda against Jay Jets, he only gave up two catches, nine yards, and and a fifty six point three passer rating, which is crazy to think about. Jeff Okuda, number two or three overall pick. Three. He was three. Number three overall pick. And a lot of doubts coming into this year about last year. I mean, he just... He, he was he was injured a little bit, I think, but he wasn't when he, he did tore, play. He tore his Achilles, and then the year before, his rookie year, he was injury-riddled. But he wasn't even a lock to win the starting job. He won in the last week of training camp, mm-hmm. going into the year, and uh, he's looked good so far. And that's a lot saying, you know, coming from a Lions team where you have to earn it. Like, you have to earn your spot, and you you just have to go out there and get it. And he, like you said, he won it the last week of camp. Um, so that's that's a really good pick right there. My number three is Brandon Graham. Uh, Eagles defense as well, balled out. Balled. Carson Wentz, my gosh, I feel so bad for you. Where was his shambles? I think I might have missed one here. I think Brandon Graham might have had the forced fumble on one of those. It was either him or uh, Fletcher Cox, one of the two. But, um, yeah, he had three sacks, two quarterback hits, and he beat his blocker on pass rush snaps 31.3% of the times. So that's really impressive. Pretty close to Trey Hendrickson in that category. Uh, They they both had similar games completely. Um, So, yeah, Brandon Graham and the Eagles defense just in general just played another good game. Um, I do expect him to fall back down to earth. My, I have one honorable mention. Do you have one? Yeah, I have one All as right. well. Well, two, they're, they're stacked. But okay. He's got a stack. I got one. Mine's Javon Holland. Absolutely balled out. Nine solo tackles, ten total. A sack and a half. Forced fumble on the strip sack. Two brass breakups. Froze all over the field. Absolutely balling out against the Bills. He's he's one of the main reasons why they won that game. Yeah. He was. He had a good game. And that, fumble, that forced fumble is... That was the play of the game, really. It's what changed it's, it. It's what changed it. So, uh, great game from Javon Holland. That 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 uh, Miami defense is really good, too. They're clicking. Uh, so, they're pretty good. And my stack is Marlon Humphrey and Marcus Peters. Oh, they played really well. They played really well. They allowed 41 yards allowed, which I think most of that was on uh, Devontae Parker, but they weren't covering him most of the game. He just had a good game. They only allowed three catches, and both had an interception. Um so a good game, really. I mean, the people that are shining are Ravens players. It seems like they just had a good they game a all the way team. around. I mean, great team week. Yeah, and and a tough place to play in Foxborough. Foxborough is really. I mean, not maybe not this time of year, but it's always loud. Those fans are going to come out every single week. Um, tough place to play, and they got it done. Um, and a closer game than I expected too. Mac Jones played decent. I mean, not great, but it was. Um, he was running a lot, which surprised me. Yeah, now he's out for a, a while. while. Um, a lot of injuries this week, actually. Well, maybe not a lot, but pretty significant. Trent, Trent Williams goes down. Trent Williams goes down. That's unfortunate for you, Cruz. Yep. But Mike Jones is hurt. Got to get it done. Simon got hurt. Yeah, hopefully he's back. Amara rolled his ankle. T. Higgins looked like he died. Somehow oh came back gosh, in the game. Tua somehow Tua. came back in the game. They're, if they, something comes up with that investigation, they are going to get fined like a mug. What are they going to give up? Another first round pick? They already don't have one. Like, I don't know. They're, it's going to be a lot of money. Draft. A lot of money or something. Yeah. It's going to be bad. But, um, but that's basically our 
top three performances of week three. Yeah. And now we are moving into our week four pick'ems. Yes. Hopefully we do a little bit better. Maybe we go 16 for 16. Probably not. What do you think? We're, we got different ones, so maybe one of us goes 16 for 16. Yeah, that is true. I, I so, wonder, what do we got to do on ties? We got to just give us a half a point. Uh, dash one. If, if, if someone ties. Tie. Yeah, someone ties. Maybe. Fuck it, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. I, just, I was wondering about that the other day, so. Uh, well, wait. I mean, maybe it's a loss because you picked them to win. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I guess it would be different if we uh, we pick different teams. Maybe, yeah. maybe it'd be a tie. But either way, but I went way. seven and nine on the on the week, and Brian went nine and seven. It really came down to the Cowboys game, um, and the Pax Bucker up. The Packers and the Buccaneers came down to those games. Two, two games that we both went different on there. I mean, the Hawks and the Falcons and Cam picked the Cardinals for some reason. I, th- I thought at home they would <laughs> sling it. They kicked four field goals. But yeah, first game of the of the week. We got three good primetime. I want to start with that. Like primetime games have not been good this year, but we have Dolphins going to the Bengals. That's going to be a great game. And then you have Chiefs at Bucks. I think the Bucks pick it up. They're getting Evans back. Godwin could be back. Julio's probably back. And then you got Rams at Niners. That's always a great game. Yeah, so we're going to start off with the three primetime games? No, nah, we'll just go through oh, okay, regular. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I got the Dolphins winning against the Bengals on Thursday night. Um, should be a good game, though. It'll be a good game. I got the Bengals. I just think they have to bounce back. They're at home. Uh, Dolphins just had a weird game last week that they won. I don't think that's per- repeatable. And I think the Bengals come out slinging with them. I think the difference in this game is one team can afford to lose and the other team really can't. Yeah, you know? the Bengals have to win. They have to win. But I got the Dolphins either way. I think they're just – they're from what I've seen, they're just a good pick uh, this year. So next is the, the Vikings and the Saints. The first London game of the year. You could pick anybody. Either one. It's it's really Doesn't hard matter. to pick a London game because you don't know who's going to have jet lag, who's going to be prepared, what's going to go on, whose sleep's going to be the best. Like it's – yeah. It's a 50-50 toss-up, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Vikings. I'm going to take the Saints. Um, like I said, I, I think I just picked this one so we weren't the same pick, yeah. so at least someone wins this pick. Um, it's, it's really just – it's this is probably the most coin flip thing of all time, especially London games. Like yeah. You never know what's going to go on. So, yeah, if we lose that one, I don't think anybody's going to be too mad at it. No. Unless one team just looks really good. Like they both look good and you're like, holy shit, you know. But I doubt they both look good. I doubt either one of them really looks great. But Which sucks because they have to go to London and then they don't even get a bye week like they had. Yeah, that's year. that's so weird. I don't I don't agree with that. Um, it'll be interesting though. But the next game we have Seahawks Lions. And we both got the we both Lions. Both got the Lions. I feel like it's an easy one. They're at home. They're gonna come come out strong based on last week. They don't want to repeat. Yeah, and that I mean, the Lions are good, man. They're they're. I, I want to say they're like, kind of like the Jags, two years away maybe, yeah. a year away. A year away. Um, they, should need, they should need better defense. They do. And they're they're drafting decent. So um, And if Jeff Okuda keeps playing this way, they'll be they'll be on the right track. And they got the they got the coach for the job, I promise yep. you that, right. regardless of his bad decision this past week. Next one, we got Steelers at Jets. We both got Steelers. I feel like this one's not even close. I mean, I feel like it's close. I think they win by – Two touchdowns. I don't know if Zach Wilson's coming back or not. I would like to see him stay out one more week um, and kind of get some practices in with the yeah. first team. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, we both got Steelers. Could I think the, the Jets haven't looked horrible. They got good weapons. Um, but the Saints defense is very good. Or, sorry, Steelers. the Steelers defense is very good. So it could go either way in my opinion. But 
Bears, uh, Giants. Both got the Giants. Both Giants, the Giants have been two and one. They, they had a competitive game last night, and the Bears. They, I mean, they're two and one too, but it just does not feel like they should be winning these games that they're winning. No, and they and they shouldn't. They're going on the road to MetLife, and uh, I think the Giants win this one. And then the next one we got Titans at Colts. We got a split. I'm going Titans. He's going Colts. Yeah, it's a must win for the Colts again. It's a must win for the Titans too. Both teams, but I just um, think Colts at home though is yeah, really that's, my biggest factor. They just beat the Chiefs at home, so and I think they get Shaq Leonard back this week. That's gonna be big, so. especially because the Titans. I mean, they ran the ball pretty good. Derrick Henry's back. I mean, he didn't have a great like holy shit game. But no, but I mean, was, eighty-five yards touchdown. He and broke off him, the big run finally. Yeah, and they so. they got him involved in the passing game, which was really good. Yeah, to it was see. six catches or yeah. five catches, something like that. It was and good. so and so since they established their run, they were actually able to use their play action that they use a lot. They got Robert Woods going, which is good to see. But yeah, we're, it's a split on that. It's gonna be a really close game in division. So like those games go either way. It's probably home field advantage is probably the better team to take. But yeah, I, I just, just think King Henry runs havoc on them. They might. I mean that. The, the Colts defense is still very good Pretty though. Good. So, um, and they do have, in my opinion, they have the better running back at the moment. The Colts do, and they have the better quarterback as well. He For hasn't sure. he hasn't looked great, but he's better than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and then I wouldn't maybe not better wide receivers, but they have a better number one. Um, they have Andy. a better they have a better overall group with yeah Pittman, Pierce, Harris. Yeah, probably. That's, all they have is Robert Woods, Traylon Burks, a rookie, and the Titans got the better coach though. Very true. Frank Reich's a good coach, though. Yes. But um, then we got Chargers at Texans. I believe it's at Texans. Yep. We um, both are taking the Chargers. We're not getting cute. They had a bad week, but yeah, they had a bad week. To so to expect them not to bounce back. Maybe take the 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 uh, maybe take the the spread on it. Maybe. I think it's I mean, low. It is low. Um, but the Texans haven't looked horrible. No, but they're, they're at home, so they're gonna get a little boost for that. So mm-hmm. I'd probably. Yeah. I don't know, I'd probably just go money line chargers. Yeah, so and then we got the Cowboys at Wash or Washington at the Cowboys actually. Um we both got the Cowboys. I think the front seven's gonna overwhelm Carson Wentz. Absolutely. Um I do think that the wide receivers do wreak a little havoc on Dallas defense uh, uh defensive backs, but I think they stay relatively quiet and Carson Wentz gets sacked a lot. Um like eight times. That that might happen. So hopefully Micah has six of those eight. That would be a great boost to his Defensive Player of the Year award that is coming his way. Moving on, we got uh, Browns at Falcons. We're a little split on this. I got Falcons at home. Brian's going with the Browns. I just think, you know what I'm saying, this is one of the games, like, it's hard to predict NFL games. This is one of the games I could see. They've shown to be competitive. Yeah, so they've been competitive. And you could see, like, oh, they, you know, Jacoby Brissett throws two, t- or two picks, and it's like, you know, the, the Falcons are – Say they get ten points out of that. It's a ten point swing that they have a, a advantage over the Browns. I don't know. It's more. It's not really a logical pick. It's more like you, you know. I don't want to pick. Happen. Yeah, I don't want to pick favorites every time. So I'm gonna go ahead and, I and agree. pick. And Falcons, like I said, they showed to be competitive. Showed they could stay in games that yeah. they were at the beginning of the season. You didn't expect them to win whatsoever. Like the know? Rams, you didn't expect them to be anywhere close. Yeah, they came out competitive. And then the the other team that's exactly like that, which we've already talked about, the Seahawks are the same boat. You know they're. They're showing to be competitive, which is nice to see those teams. There's not really a dud this year besides the Bears, I think. I know the Bears' record looks good, but they're they are, but they they're are clearly the worst team. And the teams that you thought were going to be the bottom feeders are showing that they can be competitive in games early on in the season. Could get different later on with injuries and 
people getting worn out. But Cordero Patterson, second. Looking good. Looks good for two years in a row, which is crazy because he's older. I don't know. He might be close 30 to 30. Plus. I think he's over 30. But um, So it's good to see that those teams that you thought weren't going to be good are good this year. So next is Jaguars-Eagles. We both got the both Eagles. Both got the Eagles. We're not getting cued off the Jags women against a depleted Chargers defense. They look or good, though. Or uh, Chargers team in general. But they, they did look solid, but – and they have to go to Philly. Yeah, they're going to Philly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not getting cute. I'm going Philly. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Philly nine times out of ten. All right, game. next one we got Bills at Ravens. Okay, Another split game. we got. It's gonna be a great game. I got Ravens just because they're at home and we've seen Lamar and Mark Andrews just absolutely torch defenses. Yeah, if there's any defense that has a chance to slow Lamar down, um, I think it's the Bills. Um, they move well side to side on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, I got the Bills in that one. Could be. Could be another toss-up game. Yeah, it's close. But you have to – I mean, Lamar is going to have to play good. You, you, Most of the time you know what you're going to get from Josh Allen. Lamar sometimes does have dud games. Not this year, clearly. Um, he's probably – right now he's probably two in MVP voting. Like in the odds, it's probably still Josh probably Allen, Allen one yeah. and then him because Patrick Mahomes had – it was a weird stat line for him. Dud game against uh, Yeah, Cole. I think he had less than 200 yards he or did. just barely over, and then he had a pick, so weird. But Carolina at Cardinals – Cam's picking the damn Cardinals again. What's wrong with him? It's Cardinals at Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. Cardinals at Carolina. I'm going Cardinals because I think the Panthers are a okay team. I just think Cardinals are are the better team, and this could be the week they click. Yeah, it, I, you got to get Christian McCaffrey the ball if you're going to want to win these games. That so I'd like to see them get Robbie Anderson involved a little more deep. I know that's his only threat. He's not a great route runner. He's not going to beat you underneath, but. You need to see if you can get that underneath passes to Christian McCaffrey. Get them worried about that. DJ Moore. DJ Moore has done nothing. He hasn't, which is frustrating. I I don't know if it's quarterback play or – Baker's horrible. If Matt Rule is just that bad. I I kind of believed in him coming into the year because he was so good at Baylor. It's it's a different game. But, yeah, I got the Panthers toss-up maybe. (laughs) They have have the better weapons in – Carolina. In Carolina. But the Cardinals have the better quarterback and probably the better coach. Raiders Broncos. Cam's got the Broncos um, for obvious reasons. Yeah, um, I think they look. The defense is elite. The offense needs to do something. But the Raiders, they haven't looked good on the ground um, defensively, and I think Javonta and Flash are gonna wreak havoc, and that's gonna set up uh, play action, which is what Russell Wilson thrives on. He's gonna he's gonna roll out. If he goes to his right, he's gonna be very effective. But let's hear your reasons for why you got the Raiders. Uh, interesting matchup. Not my reason, but. Patrick Certain against Devontae Adams. That's going to be a fucking – oh, my God. It should it's be fun to watch. Ready. I hope just simply because Devontae's had a couple slow weeks back-to-back. I mean, he's uh, going Yeah, he does. I just hope Devontae wins that matchup, you know. but I mean, he's obviously not going to be on him 100% of the time. No, it's no. impossible to ask for from anybody in the league to yeah. cover Devontae Adams every single play. But he'll probably be on him, you know, majority of the game, which is going to be – pretty good but Devontae moves around the field like he goes to the slot he lines up everywhere so but for me the Raiders just a must win game they got to win this game so I'm picking them at home um, against the offense that's looked slow in the Broncos and hopefully Derek Carr has a bounce back game uh, Tui Tui shout out you because we're definitely putting money on this my brother <laughs> always but um, next we got the Packers against New England without Mac Jones pretty easy pretty there. easy Packers we don't really got to spend too much time on this I mean, no Mac Jones no shot even with Mac Jones, that defense is a little overwhelming. Yeah. So, 
Um, Next on the slate Sunday night game, we got Chiefs traveling to Tampa to take on the Bucks. Possibly. There's a hurricane coming into Florida. They already evacuated yesterday. I think the NFL said they're going to keep investigating that whole thing to see if they can play in Tampa. But I mean, they'll probably – if they don't, they'll probably just – what do you think they'll probably go to Kansas City? Uh, well, Jacksonville, they could play in Jacksonville because Jacksonville's a little bit north. And they're away. And they're away, so they could together. go up and play in Jacksonville maybe. Um, it wouldn't be much of a home game at that point because – but, you know, some of those fans might travel. Um, I'm sure they're going to be more worried about their homes than they are about a damn football game, though. So yeah, but we both got Chiefs. It's uh, I mean, it'd be a tough game though for Bucks Patrick coming Mahomes. back. Yeah, Bucks are coming back. Fully like, healthy. Yeah, or Godwin's on suspension. Hope. Hopefully, Godwin's back. Julio, I expect to be back. And um, for the most part, they'll have their weapons. But I they still gotta, think the Chiefs are better on paper. They got to get Lenny rolling. Lenny's got to get rolling. But it's hard to do with no weapons. You can't. It is because you could just if you just commit on stopping Lenny and make those other weapons beat you, you're mm-hmm. going to be successful. Yeah, but they I think that's they have to get him going to to The reason be Lenny went going against the uh the Cowboys opening week is cuz they had Mike Evans, they had Godwin out there, they had Julio. Like they mm-hmm. had three weapons that you have to focus on which opens up running lanes for Lenny. Yeah. So and then you got a defense that you could trust in any situation. You know, Absolutely. If you, you know, if you if you run a risky play, you could trust that defense to make get you a stop. So uh, I think it'll be a good game, though. Uh, be a good test for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs without Tyreek Hill for the first time against them. So, because I think they played twice. Uh, you know, they played in the Super Bowl and they played one again in the regular season yeah. a couple years ago. So, but this will be uh, be a good Sunday night. They got, like we said, pretty good prime times. Next prime time game, we got LA traveling to San Francisco. This game's always competitive. It's gonna be a great game. Yeah, but even though I just watched them just absolutely shit the bed on Sunday night, I'm I'm taking the Niners at home. Yeah, I'm gonna take take the Rams. Um, you know, you got Matthew Stafford who is just not afraid to give the ball away whatsoever. I think he's shown that the last three weeks, even last year, he is just not afraid to give the ball away. He led the league in interceptions, or he was top two. I think Burrow had one more than him last year. He was he was top two though for sure. Um, yeah, that's. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it could be a toss-up just because of the division game. I think the Rams are the better team. And I want to clarify that I said last week, I was like, oh, well, I think the Rams, and this is the same reason um, that I'm picking the Rams this time. I think they have the better quarterback. I know they have better everything else, but I'm saying I think that's going to be the difference maker the in this game. Factor. You know, the, I said that last week they had the better coach, but that was the deciding factor. Um, For sure. And Sean McVay and uh, Shanahan are – Two, two really good coaches. Masterminds. So, Although, the Niners offense hasn't looked great. Are we? Do you think some of that is because Mike McDaniels went down to Miami? It could be. Um, is he's he the clearly offensive showing, mastermind? He's clear, clearly showing that he is a great offensive great coach. coach. Great player coach. Like, all the players love him. Yeah. Um, he's definitely. They're buying in. For yeah. Sure. He's definitely in tune with those guys. And, you know, he's young, so he knows, like, like, the man missed Yeezy Day, and he was upset in a press conference and wanted to leave early to see if he can buy some Yeezys on Yeezy Day, which yeah. I also missed on Yeezy Day, so it's okay, <laughs> Mike McDaniels. But yeah, I'm, not so paying, I'm not paying retail, so. <laughs> or uh, I'm not paying resale, so. I'll pay retail, not resale. But, yeah, that's basically our, our, our week for four pick-ems. Week. And um, Brian's up two games on me, so hopefully, I yeah. mean, hopefully I, I at least match, but – Looking at the slate, I'm probably going to go four for it, fucking. It's got a lot of good games, man. There's a lot a, of great games. I'm probably going to go games. four for 12, four and 12, and be in a hole for the rest of the year and give a give a presentation. But, hey, yeah. that'll be fun. Presentation, standing with a tie, and tuxedo <laughs> T-shirts. Tux. 
I'll but, wear a blazer um, and everything. But, but yeah, this is it for this episode of the week three recap and the week four going into it. Um, great game Saturday, Sunday, even Monday. It'll be it'll be a great week of sports. And before we end, shout out Albert Pujols for oh. seven hundred, baby. Yeah, that was that's pretty awesome to watch. One of the best Absolute players electric. of our generation. It's awesome to see him get it. Especially in LA where he was just playing last year. Yeah, and then playing the year before that against the Angels. Um, for or with the Angels. Did you see Dave Roberts? He oh, hit yeah. it. He was like, Let's, and then he's like, realized. Oh, damn it. But yeah, shout out seven hundred. Um, you're a legend, and <laughs> I really like. Group. I really like what he did. He said, he said, listen, like if you want to give me the ball, that's cool. I'll pay for it. But if you want to hold on to history, you hold on to history. He said, "That's I, you caught it, you earned it." Like if if it's me, I'm giving him the ball. I mean, I'm not giving it to him. I'm, I'm saying, let like, me, you're let gonna me just, give me some money, but let me get a hundred k, a signed jersey. You know, what I'm saying stuff yeah. like that. But um, he, I want that. he's really cool. He said, "I don't care about physical things. Like I, I care more about um, like a legacy, which is really dope to see because most people will be like, give me that damn ball." Yeah. So he was, had two was, two in one game. What a bummer that it was on Apple TV. Yeah, Are you kidding me? I wasn't even I wasn't even watching it. And Brian then he, FaceTime me. He's like, he did it. I was like, what are you talking about? It's like seven hundred. I was like, no shot. Went on Instagram. It was and everywhere. He absolutely mashed six ninety nine into the fifteenth oh, yeah. row. And the the worst part about being on uh, Apple TV was that ESPN was prying my eyes open watching Aaron Judge's games during these college football games. They're like, please watch this. I'm like, I don't give a shit if he hits sixty one or whatever. I mean, goodness gracious, but. So it sucks that I couldn't see it in live time. I mean, obviously you see the. I mean, he he took ninety four from Andrew Heaney and just absolutely mashed, and he got an eighty one slider and just. That was down. that slider was he missed it for sure. It was just hanging. He didn't Bro, get he, around it. He hung the shit out of it. And that. then Andrew Heaney was ex teammate just threw he him ninety four down said, the gut. Hey, Albert, ninety four. Here Here's BP for you. You know there was I forgot who the pitcher was that gave up Bonds seven hundred or maybe it wasn't his seven hundred maybe it was the seventy two or whatever it was. But he said he didn't want to be that guy, and you know he that sucks. But Andrew Heaney, he's like, doesn't really matter. But I don't, I don't think you mind being that Especially guy. Especially being Andrew Heaney, you're six ninety nine. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like you're seven hundred, cool. Yeah. Like you're gonna be in history, but it doesn't really matter. And I hope he stays at seven hundred. It's a nice, beautiful round beautiful. number. He's not going to. He'll probably hit a couple. He more. He probably will. And plus playoffs, you know, they're. I expect them to make it to the divisional round. Yeah. I expect yeah. them to make it there. They're going to be the wild card team more than likely. Yeah, um, I mean we'll get we'll get into baseball uh, probably in two weeks, maybe a week. Weeks. Next week. October fifth is the last day of the year, so well, let's after that we'll probably give. Well, after they clinch, we'll uh, October, everything should be clinched by next Wednesday. Yeah, um, but we'll give that October fifth. We'll that week we'll give our predictions because. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll probably a, film next Tuesday or so. So yeah, because um, that's yeah we'll film next Tuesday about our predictions World Series. All that stuff. Our, we'll give our MVP, Cy Youngs, things of that nature. But I think that wraps up this episode. It does. Thank you all for coming back. Appreciate it. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, Horns down. Hopefully you have a great week. Super productive. And you're a contributing member of society this week. Um, yeah, Love y'all. I think that's it. Peace.